0: from the foothills of the cascade mountain range directly injected into your eardrums it's truth in lending the podcast for mortgage people by mortgage people on today's show we are going to hear some of your best borrower horror stories we will also discuss the roller coaster ride we've all been on since the start of the year all of this and maybe one or two other things today is may 17 2022 and now it's my pleasure to introduce the host of truth in lending randy vance and katie Melcher.
1: excellent job joey i
2: I thought that that mortgage people buy mortgage people i really like that that might stick Mm. might stick you did it originators is a whole (laughs) lot to say twice in one sentence
1: himself on the back
2: (laughs) all right let's do the disclaimer Truth in Lending is an informative and industry-diverse podcast designed to help mortgage professionals and consumers alike. As mortgage professionals, anytime we are giving our opinion or advice related to the mortgage world, we are doing licensed activity, in which case we must disclose our unique identifiers. Randy Vance, NMLS 1455628, and Synergy One Lending, NMLS 1907235, Equal Housing Lender.
1: Katie Pelcher, NMLS one five eight eight five one four, Loan Depot, NMLS one seven four four five seven, Equal Housing Lender.
2: Now we can get on with the show. I'm in great form today, all right? You remember <laughs> last week I was in rare form. This week I'm in great form. All right. Okay? Just had to take that guy <laughs> a 80, 80 to one odds at the Kentucky Derby <laughs> to make it happen for oh me. Oh
1: my goodness. Did yes. you? Yes. The rich strike,
2: yes, rich strike did it for me,
1: of course. Of did you course, bet on that? the big
2: no, I wish I did though. I was class. like, Man, a hundred bucks, not that I would ever bet a hundred dollars on a horse, but a hundred bucks would have paid, yeah, like I don't know.
1: I actually close put to money in just so that I could bet on, on the Kentucky Derby because I knew that I was had nothing to do that day and I always like to throw like five dollars or so on it. And I was like, The odds of rich strike was 89 to one <laughs> at the time oh, that wow. I looked, and I was like, No way. I should put some money on that just in case, and then I decided not to. Oh, Katie! I know. Oh, I wow! Should've, I should have just put like a dollar, five dollars. Who yeah, cares? Who cares? But oh, that I didn't. has to be a true. That and has to be a I, true story. I lost. Oh, it's yeah, it's for sure. It's for sure. Oh. That's the only way I'll ever watch a sports game. I'll always pull out like my app and and throw some money on the game because I get way more invested in it. Otherwise, I just who keep knew? Talking. I
2: put a hundred <laughs> bucks on Scotty Scheffler. To win the Masters, and he did. Mm. He was 18 to 1 odds.
1: Ooh. Yeah. That's not a bad payout. That's not bad.
2: Yeah. Well done.
1: Yeah, look at me. We do not
2: condone sports gambling (laughs) here at Truth and Lending. Maybe we should do another uh, sports gambling uh, disclaimer, too. Do we have to do that? I don't know. Okay, we'll stop (laughs) that. I'll I'll do one. uh, As a real estate agent and a real estate photographer,
0: (laughs) I don't have the money to bet on horses. (laughs) (laughs) That's my disclaimer. (laughs)
2: Can I borrow
0: $5?
2: <laughs> yes, you can after the show. Thanks. Um, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about roller coasters. You know, we had a lot of doom and gloom last week, and we can we could talk a little bit about the doom and gloom that uh, we're starting to hear in some of these... Um, localized, uh, I don't want to say unions, but localized organizations for real estate professionals. Mm-hmm. You were at a uh, meeting this morning, and some of the top teams were saying that...
1: They're just, it's just crickets. No one's calling. No one's going to the open houses. No one's interested in the new listings. Um, but Buyers' new. needs are quiet.
2: Buyers being able to qualify, first-time buyers especially, having a much more difficult time yep because the inflation and the rates went up so fast that they were not able to keep up with their earnings yeah so yeah it's uh, take, a tough time taking away that large of a demographic of first-time home buyers definitely affects things so um No more gloom and doom. We're going to talk about roller coasters, because how fun was last week?
0: so fun. (laughs) Last week was a blast.
2: (laughs) That's a part of of the roller coaster where you're going down the hill. So fast. As fast as you
1: possibly can.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: And then all of a sudden, we hit the up.
2: (laughs) Uh, I wrote on here, who doesn't love a good roller coaster? Uh, My mother-in-law. That's who. (laughs) She's... I don't actually know that for a fact, but I do know that she oh, doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care, but I'd be willing to bet that she would not like a roller coaster.
1: Oh, well.
2: I dig roller coasters. I, l- I love the next question. Yeah. And I like- I really hope you ask it to Katie. Have you ever been sick or passed out on a ride, <laughs> Katie?
1: <laughs> I like passed out. like um, On a roller I get, coaster ride. I get super um car sick and um, motion sickness so i actually have not ever puked but i have come dangerously close wow. <laughs> um,
2: have yeah. you ever jumped out of a plane
1: no okay. i've bungee jumped quite a bit because i used oh. to work at a bungee jump
2: and that doesn't make you sick. no no oh my really? goodness
1: but that makes me sick like, jumping think. off a, a bridge
0: like. with a rope yeah connected yeah. to your ankle doesn't scare you or make you <laughs> nauseous. I'm nauseous thinking about it.
1: No, uh, but sitting on the back of a boat when right. watching, I will be on the back puking for the remainder of the time. <laughs> oh, please don't.
2: That's good stuff. Please none of that. Alright, uh, now let's talk about everyone's favorite roller coaster, treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. Uh, the 10-year peaked on May 6th at PI 3.14 and has since come back to sub 3. However, today uh, as we were recording this show, I'm looking at MBS Live, which is still operating, by the way. <laughs> MBS, uh, Highway's the MBS Highway is back. MBS Highway is back. Okay, that's the real news everyone yes, wanted to is. know. <laughs> but uh, uh, on my MBS Live app here, I'm showing that the 10-year treasury is now at 2.96. So if we go we go above three again, I think things will get dicey. But uh, not a fantastic day today. It's, it, you know, it's actually it's quite it's i think it's the worst day that we've had in the last six days that's why it's Mm -hmm. been so fun like everything's just been a blast
1: it's just been continuing on
2: Uh, now yeah now all the (laughs) all the bad stuff has to come back um so as we as we record right now we're at 2.96 uh the 4.0 coupon isn't isn't going to break par it's uh still trading at 99.13 right now so uh the big news for me as i noticed i think last time i recorded the show fanny had opened six and a quarter six and a half is here
1: <laughs>
2: that means you're going to start seeing seven
1: mm-hmm. right yeah
2: hmm who doesn't love seven it's a nice crooked number yeah it's my favorite score actually, on the golf course
1: just this morning went to a financial um advisor class that was put on for our young professional
2: how much world. do you do in the mornings before <laughs> you get here <laughs> oh,
1: Lord. and uh, it's literally
2: ten fifteen. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: um but they were talking about that the getting rid of high interest debt and she said um anything above seven percent interest rate i would say let's try to get rid of it as soon as possible and i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> So you know, just pay off that mortgage real quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, pay it off. Pay more. You know, and that's so that the was thing tough. about the thirty-year. To
1: knowing where we're headed.
2: The thirty-year mortgage is so interest-loaded on the front, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know that
1: you're paying so much in that.
2: M- so much more interest. The higher the interest, but uh, you know what goes more interest up.
1: The higher the interest. Isn't that crazy? <laughs>
2: What goes up must come down, Katie. <laughs> Try to focus on the show. Roller coaster. <laughs> She's losing her mind across <laughs> the room, like jumping off a bridge with a bungee. Yeah. What? So let's up. let's talk let's talk about what goes up must come down, Katie. I will buy you a coffee for next week's show if you can tell me which of Newton's law I laws this, talk about gravity. I this just
1: late last night, and I was like, I should look it up, and then I just oh, you got, looked I it just up. Just got done with trivia. And I was like, why wasn't it a trivia question? And so then I asked my boyfriend, I said, okay, so Newton's law of gravity, isn't it just the law of gravity? And then I was like, or is it one or two or three or five? Like, is it a number? And he just started laughing and walked away from me. So I haven't <laughs> looked it up and I have no idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you had to take a guess of one, two, or three, which would it be?
1: Oh, so it is a number. Uh huh. Okay, okay. Three. Oh my nice. god! Did I get it?
2: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, yes. You got it! Coffee. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically spoon fed that to you. <laughs> it uh, one on out of three, three
1: ain't nine, bad. Ten, and I still. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so l- let's that? talk about oh. this little kind of lull that we've had. Yeah, today is the first bad day that we've that we've seen in the bond markets and mortgage-backed securities in quite some time, but. Do we think that we're just kind of going back to business as usual, or is this just another one of those swings?
1: Uh, how long is this ride we're thinking about? <laughs> Are we thinking about this year?
2: I mean, I, I feel like it goes up and down the entire, like, New Jersey seaboard. <laughs> yeah. That's very long. I <laughs> know, right? Yeah.
1: Um, man, I, I still am on the bandwagon that we're going to see it rising, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to see a turn at some point. And I'm hoping... It's before the end of the year if not i think it's going to be shortly after in 2023
2: i certainly hope that that rising interest rates don't mean falling home prices i, I certainly hope it doesn't turn or flip into a buyer's market too quickly we we, we really need to have a stable market i'm i i do not think that we're going to flip to a buyer's market too well, fast
1: There's I think still that a lot everyone, of money out there i think everyone's going to think it's a buyer's market Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's now a healthy market, right? Now there's enough inventory for people to make choices. Houses are going to be on the market for more than three days. <laughs> and, right. And it's like, that's not a 30 bad days, thing. <laughs> 40 days, kind of <laughs> like it
2: used to be. Yeah.
1: That doesn't mean that it's a buyer's market and everyone, you know, the buyers have all the advantage, but... Um, I think that everyone's going to think that it does mean that because they were expecting to get over asking in a week. And remember that two hard. months
2: supply is still very healthy, yeah, for any market out there, If you've got a two month supply, that's very healthy. It's when you've got that four, four months and more, you get a little bit worried. And that's when it really turns into a buyer's market. Now, yeah. Let's have some fun facts about roller coasters, shall we? <laughs> I looked it up. I, uh, on today's history lesson, uh, June 16th, 1884 is the first roller coaster to go up in America. Uh, it opened at Coney Island. It cost a nickel to ride and went six neck-breaking <laughs> miles per hour. How many times did you ride it? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. Thank you. Um, approximately four people every year in America die seriously on roller coasters yeah yeah really four Mm mm-hmm wow yeah they must have seen that movie
1: can i (laughs) can i give another random fact that i learned this morning
2: absolutely
1: um between shark attacks and falling plane parts what do you think you're more likely to die from
2: falling plane parts yeah absolutely
1: 30 to 1 you're more likely to die from falling plane parts really 30 to 1 (laughs) wow I was amazed and also terrified hearing that. So, if you're under a flight path, we're,
2: we are we are kind of we're under a local, <laughs> we are airport flight path. <laughs> flight I path.
1: don't often think about things falling out of the bottom of my plane that oh I'm on. Oh my gosh!
2: So now just another thing to add <laughs> to my anxiety. I like that
0: she pointed out. I don't like things that could fall off the bottom of my plane and possibly
2: we're supposed to be talking about roller coasters (laughs) the other way how many how many parts (laughs) am I more likely to die from roller from a roller coaster accident or a shark bite what do you think I bet uh, you sharks I'm, have the roller coasters beat. I would think so. If there's, yeah. that's, there. there's that many parts <laughs> flying out of the sky <laughs> from airplanes. Thank saying. you for that fun fact. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> The fastest roller coaster in America is the Kingda Ka at Six Flags uh, Great Adventure in New Jersey. Uh-huh. Have you been on the Kingda Ka?
0: No. I
2: have. Joey, I have. tell us, what are we missing? <clears throat> um, wear a diaper. <laughs> oh my gosh. You had lack of intestinal fortitude I'm on that ride. You, it is unlike anything else. <laughs> it's scary. I bet you can't guess my favorite ride. Is it a roller coaster? Yeah, it's a roller coaster. I mean, it's more of a ride, but yeah, there's it, there's some things that happen in it that make you flume. feel like you're. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's in California. Yep. It's not a super duper roller very coaster. Far. No, it's uh, it's it's part of the Disney family, okay? Okay. It's part of the Disney family of parks. <laughs> it doesn't go very it. fast, okay? <laughs> but it's based off of a movie. It's my favorite Raiders <laughs> ride. Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, no, it's I not Raiders of the Lost Ark. I can't,
1: don't look at I me. I didn't see it. I don't know. Don't look. Don't look. Okay. Guess what's another movie? It's animated.
2: Uh, oh, it's animated. Yeah. Cars. <laughs> the I Cars ride is my favorite. So is it really? <laughs> you know, you're the worst. You're like the person that, that gets the laffy taffy and reads the answer before the joke.
1: <laughs> Not cool.
2: Yeah, because wow. I animated?
1: I didn't realize that That's you awesome. were so strongly a Cars fan. <laughs>
2: I am strongly a Cars fan. I am I am I a huge, that. huge Cars fan. My All favorite
1: right. my favorite roller coaster, thanks for asking. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> Is the one in Las Vegas. I didn't realize we went on it and we were like, oh, Mm-mm. this will kind is of be Is it at the New York, kind of New York, or the one that goes yeah, through? Yeah. Yeah. Nope.
2: I've been on that one.
1: Me and my sister went on it and we were in the front and we were having such a fun time and talk about wearing diapers. We were laughing so My sister needed one. <laughs> is that the one, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, my God. Your sister She's just got be put on blast. so
1: mad that I shared that, but also uh, she
2: won't. Also, she won't. <laughs> It was so fun. Maybe my mother in law and her could listen to the show together.
1: <laughs> it was a blast.
2: And now it's Katie's Corner.
1: All right. So
2: it's. I have no idea. Page. I didn't get the script. I, didn't, I don't even have the notes for what your corner is about today. So
1: it
2: um, better I not suck. Either.
1: So uh, this weekend I ran the Spartan Beast.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I wished you
2: good luck on your journey.
1: Yes, you did. And, and did you was, have luck? It was uh, the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. So it was 13 miles, or 12 and a half is what it ended up being, um, with 4,900 feet of elevation gain, mm. so up and down Big Bear Mountain, um, mm. flew down there, and wasn't thinking about the podcast on my ride home until this morning, or yesterday morning, and today, I was like, oh, I need to come up with something. Um to talk about, really. But during that whole thing, it was just straight uphill climb. There was like 3,000 people and it was by far the hardest thing that I've had to do. Um, and I was just recapping the weekend to uh, my mentor, my manager, and he was you know, listening to me and I was saying how at mile one, I went on my first obstacle and got a huge Charlie horse in my, in my calf and was like, I don't know how I have to do more of this and then I got to the second obstacle and I thought that it would be one that I'd be able to get this time because I wasn't able to get it last time and it's the box for any Spartan fans that do this it's like a really small rope and you can't really get your feet on the rope but you have to get over the seven to eight foot box and there's no like top to it so you have to get behind it anyways I like got up and you can help each other so my sister and my brother-in-law were about to help me and I was like I can't do this and I like my eyes welled up and I was just completely done and it was only mile two, two and a half or so. So I still had 10 plus miles oh to go gosh. and the elevation gain was only going to continue from there. So I was just completely just destroyed with it. But talking to my manager about it, he's like, what does that say? You know, about you and your personality and how does that like reflect to the industry that we're in and i was like that's a really great like point and i think that it's worth bringing up to everyone that's feeling this huge slowdown um and just how much preservation pers- or perseverance is gonna um come out in the long run so
2: that is a Randy fantastic perspective <laughs> The doom that, and is gloom. F- that is a fantastic perspective <laughs> and, half I, full.
1: and i think that we're coming into this time where it's obviously going to feel very different from Getting everything continuing to come in and we can't pick up the phone fast enough to now it's a lot slower. But what are we going to do with the time that's in the day and putting one foot in front of the other like I kept telling myself along the race. <laughs> so I think it's just doing the basics right getting in front of realtors getting in front of partners and friends telling friends that you do this i think that that's gonna come back tenfold
2: maybe um, even spend a little time on on self-care and, and doing things like yeah. i've already been fishing more times this year than i was last yep and I, I gotta tell you i enjoy it
1: your mental health is gonna benefit from just taking time off from it and not putting all the pressure on it but like when you feel the struggle and just continue to do the things that you know are going to pay off in the end. So f- for me, like I said, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, like continuing up the hill. Um, yeah, I think that's really what it's going to come back to. So,
2: did you finish the race?
1: I finished the race in seven hours and twenty three ish minutes.
2: <laughs> you did not give up. Wow. You didn't. You didn't let the second obstacle <laughs> no, beat you.
1: No. <laughs> I got my medal. I got my hard seltzer. I think that's what they were giving out. Um, I'm really proud of you I'm proud of you you. too Katie thanks so well done I thought that was a good tie in and connection (laughs) of kind of where we are
2: I would have collapsed well (laughs) let's go back to the random room with all the doom and gloom (laughs) and today borrower horror stories (laughs) the names have been changed to protect the innocent (laughs) and the accused All right. I I brought a couple
0: of,
2: you going to be okay. The names have been changed to protect the innocent and the confused in a world. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's talk about some great horror stories. So I've got a couple here that I, that I wanted to share. And then someone did send in what I almost want to say is a hero story. And we'll read that Mm. one too. Um, so the bad doctor I call this one the bad doctor because he literally was a Jekyll and a Hyde he was your best friend at the beginning of the transaction understood everything went through cost worksheets said, yeah man I absolutely want to work with you like you're my guy and he was relocating (laughs) from out of state a very you know basically across the country relocation and uh, friends of mine were the realtors on this transaction. And he was, you know, he had very, I wouldn't say particular taste. I would say he has very discerning taste. Sorry, I think there's a ghost in here. I keep hearing sounds. Anyways, uh, he started becoming a little bit more demanding. After after the property was under contract, we started getting these 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. emails that just oh. seem to go on forever, almost like a drunk, oh, a log no. sort of email uh, with all sorts of uh, theology and, um, yeah, psychiatry. So mm. the good doctor was a psychiatrist, and at night he turned into this different monster. Oh. Towards the end of the transaction, Escrow is calling me, begging me, is there anything that you can do to get this guy to lay off? Because he's now emailing us oh, all individually. And wow. escrow. And escrow now oh, has gotten caught into this. They're the oh neutral boy. third party. You're right. supposed
1: to leave them out of it.
2: <laughs> after after it closed, we were all like. Ah, but the good doctor wasn't done with us oh, yet. No. And and made sure to uh, send some letters and some emails uh, just to us not to our supervisors or anything no you know nothing that went on the Google uh, but just to tell us exactly how inept we were how dissatisfied he was with us and how we should just get out of the game mm. That Why was didn't listen to him? that was three years ago. Katie <laughs> <Why didn't he laughs> listened to him. How dare you? All right, um, all right. I, I, I got one that's actually kind of something that we've probably all experienced. Right, the whole never work with family trend. There's oh, people yeah. in my family that say never work with family, and then there's people in my family that only work with family. Mm-hmm. My family, mm-hmm. I would have thought years ago when I got my license, when my parents were buying <laughs> a new home in Redding, California. Which, by the, by the way, uh, you know, I happen to know how to get a loan done in Redding, California, because I'm licensed there. And this isn't shameless self-promotion. This is just, just a, a reminder to my mother and father who will probably never listen to this show. But if they do, I love you, Mom and Dad. Dad, you were a hero yesterday. You came and you helped me uh, get the house ready for cabinets to go in. So shout out for you. But this is where you suck. Um, <laughs> six, six or seven years ago they call me there hey great news we found a house I said that's awesome am I doing your loan oh oh honey no we we weren't exactly sure what you did we knew that you were in the mortgage business and I'm at this point I'm 16 <laughs> 17 years into my career
0: Oh
2: no! <laughs> <laughs> and they blessed someone at their church with the business mm. and now here we are Many, many years later, and I get to help them.
1: Oh, that's. So
2: I nice. know, I, found I know. That's. What you did. But uh, <laughs> I, I know that they don't always end up that way. But <laughs> I got a lot of family members that don't want to work with me. They don't want to show me what they're making oh, yeah. or where they're at. I get it. It's pr- you know, you got to make sure that you're paired with the right person.
1: As a PSA, can you just have that conversation that you don't feel comfortable working with the person and that makes it all okay? But finding out after is so much harder
2: <laughs> finding out after is a lot uh, yeah it's a lot harder
1: it's so much harder yeah <laughs> i would or rather just say hey in contract in the house like just i ch- ch- we chose not to go with you mm-hmm. for this reason and then feel perfectly fine with I that. i see <laughs> it
2: happen to real estate agents all the time yeah, it does. Does. in fact it's it's really sad because the way that that certain buyers will treat realtors is all of a sudden they just ghost they find someone else or they go out looking at homes themselves on yeah. representative oh. and then you know rub elbows with the listing agent or whoever's handling the open house and it's just
1: gotta have thick skin
2: gotta have thick skin and you gotta <laughs> tell your agent or your loan officer whoever you're working with just be honest it's yeah. a lot easier to just be like okay well you know what can't win them all uh, <laughs> yeah, because exactly. who knows maybe they will come back to you but or
1: maybe you can give some helpful advice of different things that you would wish that they did differently or why that's right.
2: Don't work with Katie across (laughs) town. I'm your guy. (laughs) Um, all right. There was a borrower back in 2014 when I was over at director's mortgage that was so upset and he was from about 30 minutes outside of town and he was so upset that his loan got countered. Right. He, uh, he was doing some I, I, I won't even go loan, to the transaction what does a
1: loan being counted but
2: it mean? gets the counter that means a loan amount change or an interest rate change or a program change okay. right so that happens a lot in the jumbo world where loans will get countered from one oh, sure. program to the next and yeah. you just eat whatever that rate difference is so uh, the loan had been countered. he didn't appreciate it and he took it out on our secretary Oh, and no. had made threats. I won't go into what those were, but had made threats that eventually led to uh, the the sheriff's office going down there and having a little conversation with him. And we got his loan closed and still breathing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. That's some serious threats then.
2: Right. Um, probably my favorite story, my favorite horror story, is the one of the very, very famous – uh, Southern California baseball player that a lot of people know as, as one of the best players in Major League Baseball. Not going to mention his name, but fantastic player. Well, he was trying to get a loan on an investment property, only had two years left on his contract. Right? Oh,
1: no. This
2: guy's worth so many commas. That's
1: something, yeah, that's something I never commas.
2: Of. <laughs> He's got multiple commas and couldn't qualify for the loan because the loan program said he had to have a three-year continuance which is very common in our our world yeah. and oh, so and so he ended up paying cash for the property not two weeks after this happened uh, this loan officer writes that he was signed to a, a five-year deal worth hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> and that egg was on his face forever so that was just kind of that's wow. wasn't even that the borrower was bad it's just that the, kind of the situation was bad <laughs> yeah
1: you know i think that that happens more often than not
2: right (laughs) have you uh, i got a totally random question on a left field i mean this is the random room so (laughs) you should expect it but have you ever fired a client Kaney?
1: um i haven't fired a client in transaction i have said i have like made notes in my book of will not actively pursue working (laughs) with this person again like sometimes it's just not worth it. Got to I get cut it. Your losses. <laughs> I get it.
2: Have you ever told someone that maybe we won't, maybe we're not a good fit?
1: Um, I've come dangerously close, but I haven't had to say that. No.
2: Okay. So uh, a friend of mine who is actually going to be a guest on our show in June. I think it's the second week of June. Um, we're going to have uh, Van Mellick from dir- Directors Mortgage uh, in Little Corvallis, Oregon, which is mm-hmm. where the Oregon State Beavers are. Oregon Perfect. State, fight, fight, fight. That's right. <laughs> um, anyways, he <laughs> gave me some advice many, many years ago that you know, essentially said you'll know that you've made it when you're able to cut ties with a client and feel okay about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, like you didn't need that commission to survive. You didn't need that misery. Yeah. And there are some times when borrowers do need to be fired or really I would say... Their behavior needs to be called out
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and you know and i've i've probably told
1: people can be so entitled they can they can
2: absolutely be entitled and it's you don't have to sit there there's no part nowhere in the cfpb nowhere in the regulations does it say that we have to be a pin cushion because we don't and so i feel like you know the first time that i had, had fired a client from being abusive Um, it felt really good Mm -hmm. I don't recommend it it's not something that I always do but it just it felt good to be able to let go
1: yeah and to not have to worry about that sometimes (laughs) I had a a realtor partner that just recently had to do that for the first time and um, I didn't get her permission to share this or I didn't get their permission to share this (laughs) Uh, but just for an example of it like um, providing a list of things that you might need to do before listing. They said, great. When will you be by to do this? <laughs> and it was like. <laughs>
2: great. When, when <laughs> will you be by to do this?
1: This list of uh, small items that could take hours of <laughs> like uh, cleaning up backyard.
2: <laughs> this An agent?
1: The, the seller. The seller. the listing agent when they would have it done. <laughs> so mm. there's some times where you draw the line <laughs> there are people out
2: there now uh, here's a horror story that was uh, sent to us uh, I'm calling it the hero story after having read it because I, you know like any good hero story um, whoever whoever was working on this one managed to get it done in the end so it says Randy and Katie some background on this situation this buyer has been declined from another lender and lost the home a week before closing after a verification of income was received that showed a reduced income. The buyer was a union contract employee and switched jobs as demand and opportunity presented itself." All right, the the first thing, switching jobs during a transaction, Mm -mm. always a Mm no-no. I mean, not always. There's times, hey, if you can better your life and you're making better money, why not? But. So depending on the way that they get paid could totally screw you. And
1: if it's common and you share it as, yeah. as you do it, then it's fine. You can update it and it's you mm-hmm. move forward. Uh,
2: the new home was being sold as is with most renovations completed by an, an ex-husband. Apparently, the ex-husband had up and left and the ex-wife was selling the home by herself. The appraisal came in at final The underwriter had asked for a copy of the check for a $5,000 large deposit in addition to the bill of sale for a vehicle that was sold. It was at this point that I was told by the buyer that it was in cash. Of course, everything is always in cash. (laughs) Um, No check available. Thankfully, there was a seller credit negotiated just before closing that made the difference. We were cleared for closing a few days early. The morning of closing day, after signing, my processor called to tell me that the final verbal verification of employment, the employer was no, the employee was no longer employed. Ooh. Oh, so they had lost their job on that final uh-huh. verbal VOE. Uh-huh. Okay, so I, I'm seeing layers here. <laughs> uh, first, I was wondering where is this going. Uh, when I called the buyer, they had been doing a final walkthrough of the home. There was to be a rent back period, so they wanted to confirm the condition of the home. The seller's boyfriend was at the door to greet the buyer and their agent. They were verbally harassed by the seller's boyfriend, sounds like a classy guy, <laughs> uh, who they never met, claiming that the buyer did not have permission to be at the home. After some serious confrontation, they left the home nearly ready to terminate the deal. But after updating employment, getting that other job, getting verification, updated sign 1003, they were able to get the loan closed on time. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose I've had a few experience. like that, <laughs> right? Right. There's, there's like just one after another after another.
1: It's well, a, we always call it the the snowball effect, right? If some one thing goes wrong in a file, everything will go right. wrong on a file.
2: Do you have a borrower a horror story you would like to share? Send them to us at TruthAndLendingPodcast at gmail dot com.
1: How how to add to that? (laughs)
2: And now for the truth in lending mortgage news. There's a lot of news, so we got to fire through this. All right. Uh, May 16th update, housing inventory up 1.5% year over year, uh, this time reported by the Calculated Risk blog. Uh, Credit for builders and developers tighten in the first quarter of 2022. All of this happening while the current administration releases a new plan to help close the supply gap in the next five years. Why don't you read those bullet points for us, Katie?
1: Uh, under the plan the administration will reward jurisdictions that have reformed zoning and land use policies
2: deploy new financing mechanisms to build and preserve more housing where financing gaps currently exist
1: expand and improve existing forms of federal financing
2: and ensure that more government-owned supply of homes and other housing goes to owners who will live in them
1: They will also finish construction in 2022 on the most new homes in any year since 2006.
2: If that sounds exciting to you, because I know we made it sound exciting, (laughs) then you can check that out on the White House's website. Sour Grapes from former Chair Ben Bernanke, if anybody remembers that uh, that guy, he told MSNBC's Andrew Ross Sorkin that the Fed's initial response to inflation was a mistake. Mm. Uh, the question is, why did they delay that? Why did they delay their response? I think in retrospect, yes, it was a mistake, he told CNBC in an interview that aired during Monday's Squawk Box show. And I think they agree it was a mistake. Throwing a little bit of shade. Hmm. A little bit of shade there. A little bit of shade. Yeah. Uh, Rob Chrisman uh, also published an article yesterday titled 40-Year Pre-Approval Processing Subservicing Products thoughts from the secondary conference a uh, big secondary conference happening right now in manhattan um so if you guys want to nerd out on that go to rob christman it's got kind of an old school website but he's got a lot of really good information also posts job openings at the bottom of his blog mm. uh average rate as we record today's show 30 year fixed uh down a few basis points down to 5.37, uh 15 year at 4.78 also down a couple of basis points. Uh FHA down a dozen basis points to 5% and uh jumbo at 4.75%. I think that's got to be like perfect scenario jumbo like 800 mm-hmm. credit score, 50% yeah. LTV <laughs> purchase, owner or occupied. Arm. I mean right? Arms forward. Um so yeah, from from last week's rates not too bad. Uh last week was the best weak for rates in the last two years but there is kind Uh of a catch (laughs) i mean there's still there's still of? a f- yeah <laughs> in most cases there's still <laughs> a five and five or a six in front of it so um, <laughs> yeah you the know.
1: best week in nearly two years we'll take
2: it. <laughs> nearly two years uh, no new announcements from Freddie but Fannie did have some news worth sharing which uh, we'll be brief on on May 9th Fannie published consumer sentiment towards housing hits lowest level in two years I
1: think that Their was echoed at
2: home the... purchase sentiment index decreased by 4.7 points and I totally cut you off
1: that's okay i think that that was that sentiment was echoed in the uh, mls li- the listings this morning with all the Absolutely. open houses being so quiet
2: Low- lowest level since may of 2020 as consumers express heightened concerns about housing affordability and rising mortgage interest rates Um, Published May 11th, lenders see considerable value in appraisal modernization. Won't really go into too much of this, but if you listen to episode two, we do talk about that in the random room, uh, modernizing the appraisal process. So good for you, Fanny, getting ahead on that. And then the one that kind of slipped under the radar is they're starting to sell some toxic assets. You know, years ago... (laughs) Years ago on a different podcast, I had talked about how forbearance will lead to foreclosure, and uh, Fannie did announce, this is public knowledge, so I'm not throwing shade at anyone, but they did uh, package up and sell 3,320 loans that were non-performing, meaning that they were at least 30 days late, hmm. um, and most of them in the New York area. So for those that pick up, so for the, those that invest and buy those, they're encouraged to have nonprofits that will help people get caught up on their payments so it's actually it's really good that they sold it and mm-hmm. got rid of the toxic debt but also it gives these nonprofits a chance to be able to help some people before they just flat out lose their home so i but thought also, that was pretty just big. last week
1: we talked about how few mortgage lates there are so right that means they're getting ahead of it before there are potentially more
2: Yep, it. and and those that came out of forbearance that weren't making payments and then got used to that lifestyle or Moreover, we're just unable to make those payments. Mm-hmm. Those, unfortunately, those ones do turn into modifications and foreclosures. Mm-hmm. So let's keep that That's number okay. low. And now,
0: errors and omissions and things that shouldn't have been
2: said. I mean, I wouldn't say things that shouldn't have been said, but (laughs) Katie brought it to my attention that uh, I was talking about jumbo rates being around 4.75. And really, I need to clarify, (laughs) any time that I'm talking average rates, I'm getting it from Mortgage News Daily, and they take a survey Mm -hmm. of a ton of different lenders, and they take the average rate, Mm -hmm. uh, rates four points, and maybe they just haven't updated the jumbo on there, but you can still get a jumbo at 4.75%. You're right
1: yeah
2: jumbo <laughs> jumbo 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 jumbo
1: uh the other thing i wanted to correct for myself last time was we were talking about how much inflation is changing on the average household income or mm. household expense per month and i said eight dollars which for is groceries is entirely inaccurate and i it thought it was 79 dollars I, yeah, I thought I, that was strange. in my head i thought it was Lower, but it wasn't. It was seventy nine dollars. That's so how that's much dope. we trust you, though but we didn't to, correct you. I know you. that was so nice. My bigger. cat
2: litter went up eight dollars. And MBS <laughs>
1: was down, and I had to, I had to get the st- <laughs> My Cat litter.
2: All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much. This has been a blast. I'm looking forward to hearing horror stories, maybe on a semi regular basis. Yeah. But from our listeners, so. If you got questions or comments about the show,
1: stories, truth lending podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We want to hear them. I want to hear them. Our people want to hear them. them.
2: Yeah. I only gave you the G rated ones. (laughs) Next week, we'll be talking about murder in mortgage.
1: (laughs) I didn't even mention uh, our $2 million low appraisal.
2: That's fun.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us on Truth in Lending. Have a great day.
2: Feels like there's a ghost in here. Boo.